the thing. You're just going to become British. I can't fucking wait. Yeah, I'm actually just moving there. Are you? It'll be very popular. The only thing is you are a bit of a ginger. The fuck is a ginger? A ginger is Oh, it's a ginger. A ginger, but we say ginger. It just reminds me but of But like you're not ginger. really ginger. You're, you're actually, for most British men, the perfect woman. Because they love auburn hair. Because your hair's auburn. Yeah, I'm auburn. And Hello, you, British men. And you have green eyes, which you know is the most unusual eye color. I do know in that. The world. But I, I read also that know today. a lot of with people with green eyes. So how do well, I believe that? But it's very unusual. All right. I'll and you're it. freckly, which is very Celtic. So people connect can connect to you. So people are gonna. I'm gonna go to England, and they're gonna be like, "Where are you from?" They'll probably think you have some. Where are they going to think I'm from? Hail from some old Scottish family. Because you could, like, the look. Like, the auburn hair and the green eyes and the freckles. Yeah. You like that? You were once in the 1600s, Susie. You were in this castle wearing your tartan. That with is your kind rugged of how I feel. Scottish hairy man. It's too bad I'm, like, actually, like, Eastern European, hey? Yeah, but we'll Don't just tell leave. anyone we'll that. We'll just leave that. Yeah, now. you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Sharing My Truth with Mel and Susie, the uncensored version, where we bear it all. We do. <laughs> hello and hello and welcome back to Sharing My Truth Pod. And you're here with Mel, little milf, and sexy Suze. And we're here to take you on a journey of love. Um, swinger edition. <laughs> Meet us in the hot tub. Um, uh, here's a cute friendly reminder to give this pod a little thumbs up, a little five stars. Shoot us a review, you know? If you love us, then say something, okay? Yes. Don't be a little pussycat. <laughs> hey, babes. Hello, darling. How are you? I'm fine. I'm... Oh, no, sorry. I'm fabulous. I'm fine. I know, it doesn't sound good when it comes to I'm me, I'm fine. It? Yeah, I'm no. fabulously, amazingly... So good. Good. There you go. Yeah. That was nice. Mm. I mean, we can't all be fabulous all the time, but somehow you do it so well. This is true. One of my key skills. <laughs> um, we have a funny little episode today, um, and it's about something that Mel, I mean... You never wanted it. You never wanted it, did you? <laughs> <laughs> never wanted it. Never wanted the swingies. Definitely not. You've never even thought about the swinging? No. What about swings on swings? What about sex swings? Well, I mean, that is a big fucking thing, a sex swing. And let's let's be practical. How do you actually have sex on a sex swing? It's too much. I mean, it all sounds sort of interesting, but really, what's the point? Can you explain the point? Well, yeah, you're on this swing. You're having you have to be a gymnast. A laugh. Yeah, a laugh. <laughs> a right you're laugh. A laugh. And, you know, you're getting on. It's supposed to swing you into each other and apart. But then you need two swings, don't you? No, because you're on one swing together. On top of each other. Yeah, in a way, yes. The woman's on top. I, I really can't see how that's very comfortable. Mel, I got to gift you a swing. Your, yeah, and then um, you need birthday. some fucking major iron. You whatever. do. You definitely need some kind of a red room, a dungeon, yeah. um, a sex room. 
Yeah. To have a little fun sex swing. I, th- I think it's problematic if you've got children. <gasps> I mean, it's not necessarily something you want in the playroom. No. <laughs> in the dungeon. <laughs> but I think... Um, yeah, no, I've never thought of it. All right. Well, uh, maybe not sex swings, but what about swingers? Again, I've never thought of that. I mean, I do come from, I was born in the 70s. So you were really right and in that there. that was sort of, yeah. With the key parties. I th- yeah, that's when it was all happening. I was obviously. A, you were a child. A child. <laughs> uh, I'm not, I, to be honest, no idea whether my parents were into that. I doubt my mother was. Questionable my father could have been. Definitely questionable whether some of their friends were into it. But it was a big thing, you know. I don't know why. I mean, there have been some movies, haven't there, sort of like of that era. I'm trying to think of one. And it, it always always seems to sort of center around suburban, suburban America where yes. everyone was really bored. And then they all fuck. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a thing where it's like repressed 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 men and women are in their suburban homes with their white picket fences and a lot of them are just have never had actual sexual experiences and they needed to get on and the only other people they're seeing as their neighbors yeah and that's your social life. i think it's also a thing like you know i sent you today that article mm-hmm. Susie and i are const- constantly <laughs> well i'm constantly sending her articles <laughs> and it was i think was it in the new yorker I yeah i think so see. and the title of it and it is sort of relevant to swinging was just gonna get it here. Is polyamory? How, how did polyamory become so popular? Yeah, and one of the things it talks about is um, how like people are not into conventional marriages anymore. Like, yep. rather than getting divorced, especially if you there's a lot of money involved, why not? To quote Susie Schechter, what open up your marriage? Mm-hmm. And I I suppose today people are doing it maybe in the polyamorous environment well, maybe yeah. they're doing it that way and so maybe in the 70s mm. i know people are still in swinging it was more in the swinging thing i don't know i mean so the thing so let me just yes, start darling. my so the definition of swinging yes darling okay so this is important to get this mel be, loves her definitions well, she loves this this is a serious matter everyone let's be correct right a swinger is a person who is lively and fashionable done Number two, swingers are people who are married or in a long-term relationship and who like to have sex with other people's partners. Yes. So that's the key. It's other people's partners. Whereas if you're polyamorous, you're not necessarily partnered up. Yeah. And I remember recently having a conversation with somebody, and this was kind of weird because it was in a business meeting, and she was telling me, this woman, how she'd gone to to these parties in LA, like not, not sex, like, you know yeah. friends parties and she'd noticed that and she wasn't married or she doesn't not in a relationship she noticed that lots of married people were like either approaching her to be like the mm-hmm. other in like a threesome or a polyamorous situation she's yes. like no 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 I'm not, I'm not that's very nice but no thanks yeah but she noticed that lots of couples were doing that were wanting to stay in their couple and bring somebody in either in the threesome sense i.e. In one but the, that's, they don't thing. want a relationship. They exactly. just want a well, one-off. I think there's two. Like once there is a scenario in today's world, that's why I'm comparing like the swinging of the 70s to the polyamory of the, mm-hmm. what are we in the, do we call it the, the 20s? 2020s? I don't know what you call it. 2020s? Yeah, anyway, whatever you call it. The 20s. 
whatever, um, is that today it's about you stay in your couple and you bring somebody into the couple, mm -hmm. either for a one-off experience or who is kind of in your love triangle thing. Yeah. But they're an additional person. They're not, they're not kind of in a relationship with somebody else. Right, they're coming in, yeah, and maybe staying in, and 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 having relationship with all of you or whatever they're doing. There's all machinations. Of yes. It. Whereas swinging is both of you are going out there and completely swapping with somebody else, and then coming back and like going back to your ordinary life of going to the supermarket and whatever you're doing. Well, it's all a part of like the ethical non-monogamy, which we've talked about before on this podcast. Yeah, of like actually being able to tell your partner like the great thing about swinging in a partnership obviously is that you're doing it together you're not maybe not sleeping together with the other people you're not having like an orgy but like you're you know each other is going off with another couple experiencing something else right. and then you're coming back and then you're either you're talking about on. it oh. or you're not talking about yeah. it but you know each other has done that and you know each other has had a yeah. good experience and you're doing it i think the theory is at the same time so yeah. unlike an open marriage where one person may have experiences, mm -hmm. blah, 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 that finishes and the other person. It's sort of happening at the same event at the same time. Exactly. I think that's the idea. I think it's also a good thing. It really helps relationships kind of like break free of this like normalized, just like we're sleeping together and only together and you can't even look at another woman. Like it really helps when you have other couples who you're like friends with who also are very like-minded in a sexual way too and then sure. you're having fun conversations and yeah then sometimes you make out sometimes you suck a dick and then that's great sometimes you suck a dick why not i love the way you you put that <laughs> because i mean i guess you have to have the parties because yeah. otherwise how are you going to meet the people that want to do it i think the only my issue i don't actually don't have any issues even issue swing away do whatever the hell you issue. want it's not my cup of tea and i do have a cup of tea by yes, my side here. it's not my task to tea. however what i do think about swinging and the stories i have heard mm -hmm. in my life mm -hmm. from people i know or like sort of urban myth or whatever <laughs> i remember a lady who who used to like i used to have facials with her she she would tell me about no the people in the salon like that one's having an affair that one's a swinger that oh my god was absolutely hilarious and in very upscale neighborhood and i just Ooh. it was funny so then when you'd see the people you'd be like oh my god that one's a swinger that woman likes bondage and that yeah and that woman's husband is fucking that woman and they don't know and i know no. stuff i don't know why this woman blabbed me and she You're was a very like blabbable person i think it was the whole yes. english yeah blabby blab anyway i don't know and I think it was because I was nicer and didn't treat her like, you know, something yeah, the on the too. bottom of her shoe. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, the thing that she was telling me about swinging. Oh, and the other thing is that her sister was a swinger. So no. this was added to the whole thing, which is just fascinating. Is that she said the problem is that often both people don't actually want it. And like in her sister's relationship, she didn't want it. And she went along with it because the husband wanted it. Mm. And then he ended up going off with one of his swingies, which does obviously happen. So, I mean, if you are genuinely both interested yeah. in purely having other sexual experiences outside of your married, married sexual yeah. experience, and you both want to do it on the same or sort of equal level, or you're at that same, in that same space, then of course it can work. Yeah, but I and like exactly what you're saying, you have to be honest about the situation as in like this can happen and 
you know, your man or your woman could fall in love with someone else because they're yeah. fucking each other better. And right. like, got maybe to... they have a better dick. And... Well, that's what this <laughs> this um, beautician said to me. Oh, it's my like, God. That's what happens is essentially you are opening the Pandora's box. Yes. And you have to be aware that if you open any Pandora's box in your life, oh my God. it can open all sorts of things. Other things, and yeah. And generally, generally, when you open these sort of avenues to things, things happen that you don't think were going to happen. Yeah. So either the experience for you is totally not what you thought it would be or for your partner, whatever, which leads on to Yep. Uh, something. So we have a cute, sweet little supple write-in. Um, someone just wanted to talk to us about her predicament of wanting to be a swinger. Mm -hmm. um, and it's pretty crazy because you don't really hear about it that often as well. Like people might say it to each other and they might say it to their friends, like maybe we could hook up, but like they're not really serious about it, right? Yeah, I don't so, think. I mean, you just never know. Like, so this person wants to be a swinger, but their husband mm -hmm. doesn't. And so obviously not a great thing to be in because if you have these feelings of wanting to experience other things, especially sexually, and your partner doesn't feel the same, that's a really hard thing to get over because you're never, as that sexual person who has these fantasies about these things and wants to experience it, you're not just going to get over that. No, no, you're not. You're really not just going to get over that. So, I mean, she wrote us a like quite a bit, but I'm going to just read a little bit of a blurb from her. Um, and so she says that she, she would like to explore this ethical, non-monogamous community, but he doesn't want to. And mm. She thinks he feels threatened by the whole thing. Yeah, sure he does. She, and she'd rather go to like these parties, the events with him. And as a couple, and then like she doesn't want to have the, an affair. Right. So she has, she's having these feelings and thoughts. Mm -hmm. She wants to go along with someone. Um, she, doesn't say, she doesn't actually say whether it's a woman or a man. I'm assuming it's a man. And she says she would, she actually thinks it would be good for them as a couple. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't feel the same way. Yeah, which I think is very common. Yeah. I, I mean, to be honest, whether it's swinging, threesomes, it's very common that one person feels like this and then the other person is not really there and they generally do it to keep the other person happy. Yeah. And I understand, particularly if you're the woman wants to swing and the man is not on board, that is very threat threatening because she is basically saying to him, you're not... I don't want just you. And in his mind, that's like, you're not good enough. Yeah. I want to have sex with somebody else. And maybe he genuinely doesn't. Okay, so and here's that's a twist. Usually problematic. Well. You ready for it? So he's actually, they, so they have kids. Mm. No problem. Okay. But he's a stay-at-home dad. Mm. And she doesn't think that's really a turn on. So she's trying to find escapes from this. Oh and really trying to like, rekindle a spark that I think she found before they had children. Oh no. But so obviously she... it's just like how do you how do you see your partner in a different way when you see and it's the same thing with like when women are constantly with their children, right? Yeah. Like you can't really see them in a different way sexually because you see them so often at home doing their duties, doing whatever they have to do. Like I d I don't know. I, I'm not sure I completely agree with that i think it does happen yeah i think i actually saw an interesting thing a psychologist talking about it today and he was talking about uh women because what because uh, obviously generically at home more often than not it's women right mm -hmm. 
and that what happens is that when they have children, they they have to transfer, they have to get care, you know, and transfer this love. And, you know, there's only so much love, you only have so much time, blah, blah, blah. And men start to feel their, no, their nose gets out of joint because they're not getting all that love. It's going somewhere else, right? Yeah. And then... And then the woman basically has to make a choice. I've got to give more love to the kids because they need me. Yeah. The man gets more and more annoyed, blah, 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 blah. So this is almost like it's happening the other way around. Mm -hmm. But I think it's almost like, I mean, I don't know the circumstances. It's kind of really unfair, isn't it? In the sense that she's out in the world like mm -hmm. a man every day seeing. <laughs> like a man. Because normally yeah, yeah. in this situation, I mean, obviously there are stay-at-home dads and all power to you. And if that works for your family, you've made that decision, great. Yeah. Um. But it, it's not the, it's not as common, obviously, and no. probably never will be for obviously many obvious reasons. That she's going out into the world every day and seeing the world, and and it, yeah, there is, I guess, more excitement. You see a different thing, and he's doing, well, he's doing but very important stuff, right? Well, it's hard too but, because but she doesn't find that sexy. I find well, well that's hard, I right? Find that's it's very like poor guy. Yes, but it's also like you know, and I would probably feel like this too. I'm obviously not a mother, but like if my man was like a stay-at-home dad, it's a bit demasculating. Emasculate, yeah. Emasculating. Yeah. And well, I agree, but I would I want to see But but that's the irony. I think we we talked about this in 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 our last episode or one of our last episodes is that as women, the double standard like you've agreed for him to stay at home, and I assume it's it's often financial like who's making more money, yeah. right? And now you find it it's not very manly. You're like I know that is not very fair, is it? I mean, I personally, I'll be very honest, would never ever have chosen a man that would stay at home. Yeah, I mean, it's just not the way I operate, and it's it's not the relationship I have with my husband, and I just it just wouldn't work. Yeah, and I'm being brutally honest. I'm not in any way crushing anybody else and saying I'm saying that's the way I live yeah. and what I wanted. I did not want. I wouldn't want a man who was staying at home. I just wouldn't. But she they've got she's in this situation and now she doesn't find it manly. It's I know. a bit like, come on. But here, okay, let's get back to the swinger thing. Yeah. Right. So she wants to go off with at these parties. They've been she said that they've been to one together. He's not really into it. Mm. So what does she do? Does she go does she she can't. You can't go to a swinger party alone, can you? Like, well, no, because that's the point of swinging. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, she obviously wants to have an affair. Well, that's what I'm talking about. The manly thing. She's obviously not finding him sexy. Yeah, she's not getting a rocks off. She so she needs to go and find somebody who turns her on more, which is obviously not him for a multitude of reasons. Probably not just the fact that he's not at home. That's just sort of the icing on the cake. And I think in some ways swinging can often be an excuse to have an agreed affair. Like mm -hmm. you actually do want to have another experience, but this is a way of doing it that you both agree. Yeah. And that sometimes the reason it goes wrong is that one person obviously really wants to do it. The other person doesn't want to have an affair, if you like. Yeah. They just go along with it and then the shit hits the fan. I mean, there is no choice here. Either she just gets over it she has an affair which will destroy her life. She's going to do it, though. Or she says, or he backs down and lets her go off and have an experience. which should, But she wants to have the experience with him. And that's the hardest part, but right? Does she? I mean, that's what Maybe. she says. 
that's what she says. Like, do you think she wants to have this experience with him? It's I think it's just because she doesn't. It's hard when you've been in a relationship for so long. And obviously it sounds like they have because they have kids, right? Like, yeah, they've been in this for a really long time. She wants to have this new sexual experience with him. Someone who she's still innately attracted to, mm. who is still with her. But she doesn't want to. I mean, so it's hard. it's a very tricky situation. Um, and we've discussed this, you know, ourselves. I have never wanted, for me, yeah. my relationship with my husband is about me and my husband. Yeah. I don't want anybody else in that. Because it's too intimate, too personal. But you're such a monogamous person, Mel. Yeah, I think I am. Maybe I find it easy. You do find it easy because there's a lot of people there like are myself people who are monogamous. Do you think it's a thing? Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. It and I've said this before. It's a genetic. It is in your genetics. Do you think? Yeah. Whether you what's in your DNA? Do you know you're what it can be? Because I've had these conversations often with Max, and you know, talk about the way men are and women are. Yeah, and I think. You know, honestly, most men are not in, excuse me, innately monogamous. Mm -hmm. They have to, if they're, if they love their wife, of course, I mean, I'm a realist, of course men look at women. I mean, you're just being naive. Women look at men though. Yeah. But you're being naive if that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of the time, obviously, you're choosing not to do something. Mm -hmm. But it is, how easy is that choice? And for me, that choice is very easy. Now, it is also easy by the fact that I very rarely, very rarely meet anyone that I think, wow. Yeah, Mel, I've never heard you be like, except for Idris Alba, you've, you've, I've never heard you say another man is I mean, attractive. Look, if I, <laughs> if there were like some, yeah, exactly. But even then, I'm not, clearly not going to have an affair with Idris Alba. You could. What if um, you had the choice, Michael babes? B. Jordan's very attractive. Oh, there she goes. I mean, there's lots of, you know, men who are But yep. there's difference. Obviously, they're very attractive men. But I mean, yeah, that's it. It's not doing you so much. See, like I find people who I would fuck all the time. Right. Every day, in and out. Really? Goes in the brain, goes out. Goes in the brain, goes out. Right. And it's it's just the, I mean, I don't know why this happens. Some people are more sexual. Some people aren't more, you know, some people want to fuck all the time. Some people don't care about it that much. Like, it's just such a weird thing. But sometimes you just, and you just can't help it, right? Like, it's the way your brain no, I don't is wired. Can. Yeah. And whether you want to, you know, obviously a lot of, People are in relationships who are very who are more sexual than their other partner. Or yeah, I it's think just, I think that's the long term. Thing. I think that's very common. It's almost impossible to match completely. Yeah, I think what's also very common is because men and women are innately different. Is that through the cycles of your life, you might at one point be more sexual than your partner. Yeah, and that's the irony. Actually, often like women, you know, they they, they hit they hit their peak. The man is way past his peak yeah and then even later when a woman's you know hormones like she's sort of getting in 40s 50s and a man's really getting over it yeah and a woman's you know which is why sort of the mouth the milf thing um and why a lot of older women can have younger boyfriends because yeah. they really can just keep on going um and older men can't you know but i i yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I do I don't know about like are you genetically predisposed. I do think there is something in people who cheat mm -hmm. or who. I mean, that's not fair. I suppose people who their minds wander a lot. Mm -hmm. I think it's very hard for people like that to be 
chained to one person. Yeah, I think it's, I know, it's it's just funny the way, because we are so obviously different, but mm-hmm. the same. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, I cannot imagine only thinking about one person all the time. Yeah. And it's like, it's just so crazy because also, I mean, if you watch porn and you like, you have all these fantasies about things, is that always, are you always yeah. having that fantasy with the same person? And definitely I'm not. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I guess, and I get a, a lot of people who are monogamous watch porn. That's perfectly yeah, normal. Yeah, oh my God, of course. Um, I don't know. I mean, I just think, I, I don't really know enough about like the psychology of swinging. Yeah. Because I, you know, I know obviously it was like a real fashion and it and and it still must be, you, I mean, you have to go to parties, right? I've always wanted to go to a key party. You, you must, but it, but now I, and maybe I don't know for the if people, key parties People who exist. don't know what key parties are. Yes. <laughs> Yes, because yes, we're yes. old. And <laughs> well, I'm old. I know well, what it is. It's a. It was a thing, and so it's where you put your house keys or your car keys. Yeah, in the bowl. Yeah, in the bowl. I think it was. I think it was, was car keys. It was meant to be suburban America. You put car keys. Car keys yeah. in the bowl, and then like at the beginning of the night, and then whoever's car keys you yeah. pick out at the end of the night, that's mm-hmm. who you're going home with. And yeah. so, like, it's a very obviously but old I don't school know, thing. Yeah, very old school. But I, I think there were variations. It was it always like leaving the premises, like swing, swinging parties. A lot of people, obviously, and I guess that's what happens. Were they today. orgy parties? No, is that a different thing? Yeah, that is a different thing. But I think, yeah, obviously, you would go off. But there are also parties where they just kind of do it there. Yeah, but not all together. Yeah. So I don't know today um, whether. Obviously, there are still swinging parties. Like, where are these swing parties? I don't know. Do, are they in like a sort of club format? Somebody needs to tell I me. I know. This is the thing. Do they, are they like these parties, like, you know, where people sign up for stuff? You know, like sex party. Like, I don't know. I've never been to sex party. You tell me. Have you been to sex party? No. And I've always wanted to go. This is very shocking to me. It's shocking to me, Mel. Well, I need to go to a sex because party. Because there are like all, there's all this stuff goes on in this city. Well, in every city. But like I've just never found the right swinging. people. Some of these communities are like a little weird. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. The I think, and we've discussed this with uh, some of our guests on. But like, you know, when it's like you get that disgust factor. Oh my god! Yeah, and then you can't turn I get it, it off. all the time. What are you talking well, about? I know that's you definitely. People. But like, yeah. if, if I, if you're like, ugh, yeah, that's it. I can't get turned on more. No. So now I'm like. If I go to one of these parties, I'm gonna have to do some drugs or something, and I think that's what mostly happens. Well, that sort of defeats because, the but then you kind of, of have because then you kind of have you can't get this like you kind of have to just keep on being turned on because if your disgust factor takes over in your brain and one of these swinger parties, like you don't want to, you know what I mean? Does that makes sense. So, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I do obviously anything fringe. Yeah, and this is sort of I fringe. guess sort of fringe. <laughs> Is going to attract <laughs> yeah. different types of people and some of those people may not be... Like, it would have to be so closed. It would have to be such a... Like, I would have to know everyone who's going and approve them and be like, okay, yep, I would fuck him, I would fuck him, I would fuck yeah. her, I would fuck her. And that would be like, great. And but, then... But then you'd have to go with your partner. You can't go on your own. Well, that's what I would want. Yeah. But I, I guess they... I don't know, maybe people still have them in their houses. I hope they do and invite us. We'll come. No, I'm not coming. Well, no, I'm going to go and I'm going to participate. You're going to go and you're going to take notes. Okay, I'm that's I'm taking notes. That's it. And I actually, I don't want to see anybody. A journalist. I don't want to see anybody doing anything. Like, ugh. And what do you do if you go with your very attractive partner? Yes. And then you meet a couple like where 
Yeah, that's a good point. Where one person in the couple is really attractive and the other one's hideous. No, it would have to be so both hot. So what do you do? Hot. So what do you do? Just, you don't um, fuck any of them. Wow. Okay. So I mean, or maybe we fuck the girl because she's hot, and the guy can jerk off in the corner. Well, that's some. That's a whole different thing. That's, that's not all I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. That's you're taking it the... into a different realm, Susie. That's not swinging. No, you're. Right. We're not helping this woman at all. Sorry. I I think that <laughs> you either have to come to a place where you're going to have to talk to your partner about it, and you either are able to find some kind of middle ground. Mm-hmm. Where, I don't know, he gives you a hall pass? Yeah. I mean, he would be a big man. I mean, I don't mean down there. A big man to let you do that because that might open a whole Pandora's box for you. Well, that's the problem also, right? Where it's like, do you really want that? Because then you're never going to look at your husband the same. Yeah. So I think you should actually ask yourself, really, what is it that you want? Yeah. Is it that you're actually having issues in your marriage and you're bored and you don't mm-hmm. find your husband sexy and blah, blah, blah. And you obviously can't say that to him because that's really cruel. But you are going to have to find some way of bridging a conversation yeah. about your sex life. And maybe if he doesn't want to do this, which is perfectly understandable, is maybe find a way of doing something else that's fun and sexy that takes you out of the home with the children. So I don't know, you go away, you dress up as furries. I don't know what the hell you do. Mel loves a furry. (laughs) You live, you go, I don't know, here's an idea. You go away for the weekend. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you get yourself a babysitter. Yeah, I know that's problematic. No, no, there's no prosies in this. So get yourself, a. hopefully granny and grandpa can take the kids. Yeah. Because it's very expensive babysitting. Get go to a, the nicest hotel you can afford. Mm-hmm. Get yourself some vum um, um, underwear, and you know you don't oh, need to spend lots of money on no that. No, you don't. Let's say you know meet in the bar. Pretend you don't know each other. Yes. Have your raincoat on. Oh, with your sort of underneath. naughty whatever yeah, naughty bits, bits underneath. underneath. Oh, and then meet and have a silly con. You know, and pretend you don't yes. know. And then go back and ravage each other. I mean, have you done this before, Mel? It's like she's an expert. <laughs> but I'm just saying, think of things. Okay. Think of things that take you outside of your life that you are clearly finding very boring. And that's good advice. And you could actually also do it in an evening. Like you could go, let's say, go out for a drink. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to, if you can't afford to go for a meal and drink. And I know little kids and blah, blah. Go for it. Meet for lunch. I don't know meet why they're at school. Sexy lunch. And go for sexy lunch. Go for a sexy mm. date. Go to I a hotel. I love a midday treat. Yeah. And just think, be creative, be imaginative. Do you like that? I do. So talk about that instead. Why don't you try and make your own life sexier? Yeah, have sex in the car. Exactly. Uh, that's I. Fu- that's oh. also very uncomfortable. I was like, just kidding. That's Don't taking, do that. Taking me back to the swing. I love have sex in the car. Well, if you can manage it. It's just like, it's a nice thing to do once in a while. Yeah, as long as you don't get arrested. Yeah, is it legal getting arrested? Get, I think you get arrested in some countries. Yeah, but if they, that's the catch you, Mel. Well, I told you this summer that Max was walking somewhere and he, I was he like, walked across the car. Yeah, we no. weren't having sex in the car. And he was walking and he, we were in Spain. Car. Yeah. We weren't here. And um, it was like a car park and there wasn't, there weren't many cars and there was this car and he was just walking by it and cars like, and in Moving. Europe the cars are very small, there's tiny cars like, 
And then he just saw sort of bums flailing around <gasps> and then realized it was two men. Oh my God. Two men? Yeah, and that Good was for them. It's like, wow, that's interesting. A bit start of bum, to my bit day. Bum sex. A bit of bum bum in the middle bit of the day. Bum bum. But you see, they got it going and it's afternoon delight. <laughs> Nothing to do with swinging. Anyway, Maybe so my advice is you're finding your life boring mm-hmm. and you're getting very bogged down mm-hmm. in the mundane that is the real problem blah yeah so try and find ways to take your couple outside of the blah and do some fun stuff mm-hmm. and i understand that money i have no idea they haven't said but or she hasn't said that money but you know for most people who got kids money today is a bloody issue and going out for dinner and staying in hotels so just be a bit creative yeah do a once a month thing yeah and once a month and like or write a story. And make it a priority. Make or maybe you know. Here's another idea. Oh, write a scenario. So give each other a bit of homework and oh. say you write your sort of sexy scenario, and I write my, se- and then play the scene out. Or just like read a book of erotica together. Yeah. Or listen to erotica together. There are lots of things, and you can stay like if you find this like, oh my god, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Start somewhere. Start. Slow. Watch porn together. It's the easiest way to get it. Yeah. You know, write your sexy whatever thing. Do your sexy rendezvous. Meet in the pub. Pretend you don't know each other. Meet all over again. Fall in love all over again. Smoke a joint and have some sex. Exactly. Easy peasy. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's easy to do that in Canada. It's not yeah, legal Yeah, where it's everywhere. legal. Yeah. Where it's legal, obviously. Yeah. There's, those are my ideas. I think they're pretty well, sound. Well, I think they're excellent. Um, yeah. If you guys have any other ideas about I mean, spicing it up, spicing it up, but also maybe she should just become a swinger because she wants to. And maybe everyone should just live their lives. Or she should just have an open relationship. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, what do you guys think? You guys can tell us at showingmytruth.com. You guys can leave us a little voicemail if you want to tell us about it. Send us an email. You guys can DM us at showingmytruthpod on Insta. And we love ya. See you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Sharing My Truth Pod is so excited to partner with Vibrator.com, where the A in Vibrator is the number eight. This is an extremely exclusive code where no other podcast has it. If you go to Vibrator.com right now, use the code MS15, that's MS15 at Vibrator.com, you can now get 15% off anything in store. That's any sex toys for you, your partner, your neighbor, your mom. We don't judge. We don't care. Get it now. Go to the link in our bio, put in the code and get jiggy with it. Thanks so much for listening. Please rate and review this podcast and follow us on social at Sharing My Truth Pod and leave us a voicemail on our website, sharingmytruth.com to share your stories and experiences with us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.